Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. Let's get started. This is a Soulfire production. Episode number 16. Well, hello everyone. I'm here in sunny Florida recording this episode for you. I drove down here last week with my family to escape the excruciating cold of Chicago where I live. You know, by February, the cold winter weather in Chicago starts to throw me completely out of balance. And this year, it's been worse than previous years. Usually I feel more physical symptoms, but this year I've really been feeling more of the mental and emotional symptoms. I've been feeling a lot more worry and anxiety, and I've been feeling sort of slow and lethargic, more in my mind than even in my body. You see, the last few weeks have been really, really cold in Chicago, and I haven't been able to get outside for my daily walks. It's been pretty slippery and icy, and the weather has been so extreme. So I feel like I've been stuck indoors. And add to that the ongoing pandemic and not being able to go anywhere, not even to a coffee shop to just sit and work, to at least get out of my house. I've been feeling more than just stuck. I've been feeling trapped, quite literally trapped in my home and figuratively trapped in my mind. And now add on top of this, my 19-year-old daughter, Isha, who is still studying remotely for college, just had a major breakup. And between her sadness and overall frustration with not being able to be back on campus and feeling like she has no control whatsoever over her life right now, and then my own mental and emotional state with pandemic fatigue and feeling trapped, I felt like I was just spinning in my head in a downward spiral of negativity. You see, both of us, me and my daughter, both had some different triggers and also shared some triggers. But the end result for both of us was the same. We both feel like we're spinning in our heads and in a downward spiral of negativity. And so I started thinking about all of you, you know, that this is probably something that's very common, that so many of us get into our heads and start spinning and spinning and spinning when we're overwhelmed. And so the question is, well, what can you do when you're in this state? What can you do in the moment to stop this spinning and downward spiral? And this goes along with February's theme of how to heal your mind and shift your mindset when this happens. Well, as you might suspect, Ayurveda can really help us with this. 
But let me pause for just a minute and let's go back to some of the basics of Ayurveda first. The essence of Ayurveda is that when you live in harmony with nature, you'll have optimal health and a vibrant life. Ayurveda says that everything in the universe is made of the same five elements, space, air, fire, water, and earth, and that these elements have qualities that we can identify. Now, these qualities exist in everything, including the times of the day, the seasons, food, spices, our daily activities, our work, our types of movement, pretty much everything. And qualities also exist in symptoms. Now, the central principle in Ayurveda, which I call the golden principle, says that like increases like and opposites reduce. And so by applying this principle, we can quickly figure out how to remedy any symptom. It's almost like Ayurveda is that first aid kit or fire extinguisher that you see inside those boxes and public spaces that say break glass in case of emergency. Well, this is that emergency. I've actually developed a three-step process to quickly figure out what remedies to use for any symptom using the wisdom of Ayurveda, and it's called the counterbalance solution. Now, we're going to go through these three steps right now, but I write a lot about the counterbalance solution and go through more specific examples in my book, The Health Catalyst. That's linked in the show notes for you. But let's go through the steps now. Step one of the counterbalance solution is to identify the symptom you have and its qualities. As I mentioned before, everything in the universe has qualities, including symptoms. So the first step is to identify and specifically name one symptom, just one, when you first get started with this solution, right? Identify one symptom and think about what qualities does it have. Now, step two of the counterbalance solution is to apply the golden principle of like increases like and opposites reduce. It makes intuitive sense that if you have a symptom that has, let's say, this quality of hot, if you then add anything more hot in the routines that you have, in the foods that you eat, in the movement practices you have, that's going to increase that symptom, right? You have hot and you're adding more hot. Instead, to reduce and balance out the hot of that symptom, you need to add or cultivate things that have the quality of cold. Now, that's just a really simple example. We'll get into it more in just a minute, but hopefully that drives home the point that really to balance out symptoms, you want to cultivate qualities that are opposite to the qualities of the symptom that you're experiencing. Okay, then step number three is to choose remedies that cultivate these opposite qualities. The three areas of remedy are number one, daily and seasonal routines, number two, diet, and number three, the tools of yoga. And don't worry, I have a worksheet for you to download. It's linked in the show notes, so you don't need to take notes. Just listen so you can understand how to apply the counterbalance solution. Okay, so now let me illustrate with an example. Let's go back to my daughter, Isha. She's a 19-year-old college student in her second year, and she's been home studying remotely for 12 months now. She's actually been in college off campus for longer than she was on campus. She also had a recent breakup and has been feeling loss of control over her life. She's feeling overwhelmed and anxious, and she's worried about her future. 
Okay, so now let's apply the counterbalance solution. Step one is to identify the symptom. Again, you want to narrow it to just one symptom when you're starting to work with the counterbalance solution and then identify its qualities. Isha's main symptom is anxiety and anxiety has the qualities of air, of the air element. Those qualities are cool, light, dry, and mobile. Now we're going to focus on just two qualities, again, for simplicity. So the qualities that we're going to think about are the qualities of light and mobile, okay? Step number two is to apply the golden principle of like increases like and opposites reduce. So to reduce these qualities of light and mobile, the qualities of her symptom of anxiety, we want to cultivate the opposite qualities of heavy and stable. Now, step number three, choose remedies that cultivate these opposite qualities of heavy and stable. And again, the three areas of remedy to choose from are one, daily and seasonal routines, two, diet, and three, the tools of yoga. In Isha's case, I helped her remember that she really needed to get out of her head and back into her body, right? The spinning thoughts that were in her head were causing so much movement in her mind and it was all up in the air, right? I'm pointing up to the air like you can see me, but think about the fact that these thoughts are swimming and just moving around in her head up in the air, sort of like a balloon, you know, or a spinning top up in the air. Right. And so it was really important for her to figure out how to counterbalance and find ways to calm her mind, to literally ground her thoughts. Right. So, again, that image of the balloon flying in the air, it's like pulling on the string that's attached to the balloon and just holding it tight to the ground. Right. You want to ground that movement and that lightness of the anxiety thoughts of the spinning thoughts and bring them down to the ground. Now, because Isha is my daughter and she's grown up with Ayurveda since she was three years old, she knows that the fastest way for her to literally ground her anxious moving thoughts is to drop down into her body and to do this through singing. She knows that that's the fastest way she'll get there. So she has literally been singing nonstop for the past few weeks, and it's really helping her to stay more grounded. In addition, ever since we got down to Florida, she's been walking on the sand in her bare feet. She's been sitting in the sand and stretching on the floor, and she's really slowed down her pace. These are all things that help to pull her out of her head and down into her body. Okay, so now let's go through another example and really expand this a bit more generally. And we'll talk about three remedies that you can use when you're spinning in your head with overwhelm to pull yourself out of your head and down into your body. Now, in this case, it's not really anxiety per se, but sort of these feelings of spinning thoughts or rapid thoughts, right? They have the same qualities as the example of anxiety that my daughter Isha has been experiencing. So let's go through the counterbalance solution step by step again. So step one, identify the symptom and its qualities. The main symptom that we're talking about is rapid thoughts, spinning thoughts or rapid thoughts, right? Which has the qualities of the air element. And specifically, let's narrow it down again to two qualities of light and mobile. Now, step two is to apply the golden principle of like increases like and opposites reduce. So to reduce these qualities of light and mobile, we want to cultivate the opposite qualities of heavy and stable. 
And step three, choose remedies that cultivate these opposite qualities of heavy and stable. From my experience, the most important thing to do is to find a way to get out of your head and down into your body, which cultivates the qualities of heavy and stable. So now let's go through three remedies that most of us can use to do this. The first remedy is to just breathe. Simply use your breath to connect with your body. Now, I probably sound like a broken record because I'm always saying this. I've said this probably in every podcast episode I've done, but breath is really powerful medicine and it's free and you can use it anytime and anywhere. You can literally change your physiology by changing your breath, by just focusing on the movement of your breath in and out of your lungs, that will drop you out of your head and into your body. So you could just start there. Just focus on the movement of your breath in and then your breath out and keep doing that for a few minutes. Now, if you want to go a little further and a little deeper, you can work on extending your exhale. This will calm your mind. As you might recall, I've talked about the breath before. There are two parts of the breath, the inhale and the exhale. The inhale is activating and the exhale is calming. By extending the exhale, you're tapping into the power of that effect, of the calming effect of the breath. Now, there are a few ways that you can extend your exhale, but the best way is really to link your exhale to a movement, right? Link your exhale to one fluid movement and then to extend the exhale, add a pause midway through the fluid movement. Let me explain a little more. And if you're somewhere that you can stop for a moment and stand up or stand still, try this with me. Okay, so you start standing in a relaxed stance with your arms at your sides. Now, as you inhale, bring your arms from your sides all the way above your head. And then with your exhale, bring your arms back down to your sides, right? You've just linked your breath to a movement. Now, to extend the exhale, as you move your arms above your head, you're going to inhale. But then as you exhale, bring your arms halfway down in line with your shoulders and pause and then continue down to bring your arms at your sides. Okay, this is a really simple example. So to extend the inhale, you're adding a pause midway through the movement. So you're inhaling all the way up above your head. And then on your exhale, you're going to pause midway and then bring your arms all the way down to your sides, right? So you can see this is a really simple example in which you can extend the exhale by pausing somewhere in the movement. Now, what you can also see from this example, and hopefully you actually experienced this if you did this with me, is that you dropped into your body because you linked your breath to a movement of your body. And by the way, this is yoga. Yoga is about the breath linked to movement through focused attention. And moving on to the third remedy, which is self-massage with oil or abhyanga. It's a very powerful practice in Ayurveda, which calms the nervous system. Now, this practice is traditionally done in the morning starting at the head and going all the way down to the feet and toes. But in modern life, that's not always practical. So do it when you can. In fact, I often suggest a shorter version to patients as part of their bedtime routine, which is to massage the feet with some warm oil. Take three to five minutes to give your souls some love and attention. Your feet carry you throughout the world all day, every day, and your feet connect you to the earth. 
Now, when you're doing any self-massage with oil, do it with gratitude and compassion for your body. This, again, really drops you down into your body and out of your head. And so to review, when you find that you're spinning in your head and that you need to break the glass box because it's an emergency to prevent a downward spiral, to heal your mind and shift your mindset, use remedies that help you get out of your head and down into your body. The three remedies we talked about today are number one, breathe and link your breath to your movement. Number two, ground your body to the earth through dance, walking in nature or supine and seated yoga or stretching on the floor. And number three, do self oil massage to calm your nervous system and honor your body. And don't forget to sign up for the Healing Catalyst Collective. You'll get resources that are curated and created by me, as well as exclusive invitations to webinars, workshops, and events that I'll be teaching on various subjects. Make sure to check out the link in the show notes and sign up and join. You'll also find a PDF that goes along with this episode linked there. And as always, if you have any questions or need more resources, please reach out to me through my website or through Instagram at Avanti Kumar Singh. I'm sending you so much love and sunshine from here in Florida. Until next time, be well. So I want you all to know that I do not have sponsors for my show. But I have decided to share with you, my beloved listeners, one podcast or product that I love during each episode. And my reason is really simple. It's my way of paying it forward and bringing others along with me who are doing amazing work in the world. It's another way that I can be of greater service to all of you. So here's my first recommendation, The Kelly Show, which is also my friend Kelly Tennant's show. She interviewed me for my last episode. In case you missed that, make sure you check it out. We've linked both of those in the show notes. Now, Kelly's show, which is actually called The Kelly Show, is all about liberation. Kelly helps women break free from a lineage of toxic lies and rules. And in her episodes, she asks you to challenge social norms, encourages you to create your own narrative and invites you to come back to your own evolving truth. She is an intuitive facilitator, a Reiki and hypnosis practitioner, a women's circle facilitator, and a plant medicine advocate. And she's also my friend. And I think she's doing much needed healing work in this world. I think you'll really enjoy Kelly's podcast, The Kelly Show. I hope you'll give it a listen. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com, and you can subscribe to my newsletter, where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within.